Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host and this is my podcast. Oh my God, you guys, first off, let me just set the stage and let you know that LA is a fucking inferno right now. And I just want to tell you everything that's going on with me. Uh, aside from the heat, there's been a full moon for several days happening and I'm a day away from my period. All right, uh, all that put together spells trouble. Spells a perfect storm, as they say, at general meetings in Tinseltown. Uh, so I just want to let you know where I'm coming from. So, you know, because I'm not a liar. And you guys are my best friends and, uh, and deserve the truth. Anyway, let's get back on track. You guys, we are all so lucky because my guest today is actress, writer, director, multi-hyphenate, comedic genius babe, Bridie. Elliot. You may know Bridie from Fort Tilden, Silicon Valley, Men Don't Whisper, Search Party. You sure as hell uh, better have watched her short film that she wrote, directed, and starred in that went to Sundance called Affections, which is also now available online on Vimeo, to be more specific. Um, You guys, uh, and you can see her in Battle of the Sexes on September 22nd. And here's what, Bridie and I, we go on a tangential journey, as per the use, here over here on the Love Alexi podcast, and we talk about a million different things. We talk about making movies, movie making, however you want to phrase it. We talk about dating, antidepressants, breakups, family, bodily functions, misogyny, having babies, film festivals, moving to LA, relationships, our mutual friends, Charles Rogers and Jordan Firstman, men who I adore, who are Love Alexi, Alexi? Love Alexi alumni. And uh, if you have not heard Charles Rogers or Jordan Firstman on this podcast, uh, you've, uh, you've got some, some stuff to catch up on. Run, don't walk. But stay here. First listen to the Bridie episode, and then you'll get to that. Anyway, um, for more Bridie Elliott, you can follow her on Twitter, at Bridie Lee. You can also find her on Instagram, at Bridie underscore Elliott. You and I can be friends on all of social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And you guys, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. I really mean it. I say it every week, but I truly mean it. It really does help me grow the show. So, uh, I don't know. I fucking do it. Love Alexi is a listener-supported show, so if you want to contribute, make a donation, please feel free um, to do so, and I'll give you a shout-out the following week to thank you. Uh, You can do that via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. And uh, I want to thank this week's beautiful contributors to the Love Alexi podcast, Stephen Kelly, Kelly Hine, and Miriam, uh uh-oh, I'm about to butcher your last name, Miriam McAhun? Oh man, I messed it up. I'm sorry. I just, Miriam, know that I love you. I adore you. I'm so thankful. I have a full heart and only good intentions, but I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce your last name, but I think we're okay. Um, Also, I want to say that I am throwing another girls night in because the July 29th one is all sold out and the next one is Saturday, August 26th, 7 p.m. till late. If you want tickets and information about girls night in, DM me on Instagram at Alexi Wasser for tickets and info. And uh, essentially, it's just like a gathering, a girls only gathering at a private residence. And uh, there's rose and snacks and a gift bag and fun presents. 
And uh, all these girls come together who have never really met one another and become friends and we laugh and we share and we overshare and we, uh, it's like an old timey, you know, ladies only parlor that I think used to happen in the eighties that I'm trying to bring back. It's like a slumber party vibe, kind of like a sleepaway camp vibe, except nobody's sleeping over. And it's kind of like an Al-Anon meeting, except there's alcohol. So it's not like an Al-Anon meeting, but everybody sits in a circle at one point and goes around and shares and talks about what they're experiencing and what they're going through, what they're noticing, what they're spiraling over. And it's just lovely. And then all these girls leave having made new friends, feeling less alone. And it's just a beautiful experience. So if you're interested, I've told you how to find out more and get tickets. Find me on Instagram, at Alexi Wasser. But now I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with actress, writer, director, comedic genius, Bridie Elliott. Now entering Nerdist.com. Do we look beautiful? Is that, is that Bridie? Yes. Oh my god, are you recording? Are you recording? This is amazing! Oh, you look so beautiful! Thank you, so do you. Oh my god, thank you for doing this. Yeah. This is Aristotle. Hi. Bridie. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Oh my god, you're sitting there if you want. Cool. Oh, we've got so much to touch on. I know. I know. Oh. Ay, ay, ay. It's an inferno. I know, it's really hot. No, I was going to walk here because I can for my place. Oh, really? Too. It's too bad. We don't want people to know where you live. No. We don't want people to find you and hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What do you, who are you wearing? Let's get settled in. And by the way, and don't, your glasses, you have them face down. I don't from th- Target. Oh, they are? Yeah. Are you serious? No. So you're I, like, fuck I, it, I'll scratch the lenses. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm bad at, I, I don't have a case for them or anything. They live in the bottom of my purse. Wait a minute. You have a spare? No, these are oh. my Target sunglasses oh, that live at the bottom God. of my purse. I love it. You guys, I wish this was a visual uh, experience, but yeah, this so is great. So we're started. We are rolling. Okay. This is, we are, we are cool. podcasting so hard. I love it. Oh my God. Got a lot to touch on. Yes. Um, you're an actress. I am. You're a writer. I am. You're a filmmaker. Mm. We want to get into a little bit your family life, your history, your feud with Rooney Mara. Oh, God. And the only reason I'm asking these things, I think they could all be lies, but Charles Rogers and Jordan Firstman, I'm on a, I'm on a text chain with them. Uh-huh. I was like, countdown to Bridie Elliott being on my podcast. What do I ask her? So I think that they're like giving me suggestions, but I'm like, this is all probably a yeah, lie. I'm going to offend bullshit. her. Is it? Probably. Are you in a feud with Rooney Mara? No, I'm not. You are. I am totally I not. I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm completely not in a feud with Rooney Mara. I was in a bar class with Kate Mara once. That is the extent. And, and there's a feud? There's no. no A nasty look? No. I, she was great. She was good at bar. Let me, let me pull this up real quick. Oh, my God. These monsters. They are monsters. These fucking pranksters. I know. I can't handle pranks. Are you, was, are you, I hate pranks. Are, do you really? And I do. Because you're so close with them, and they're like... No. I like They pranked me uh, once, <sighs> and I reacted badly, and they never did it again. Really? What did they do? You're like, they tried to push me off a ledge? They just emailed a bunch of people like, I'm lost. I have my cat, but I'm happy. Like, can I get into your place? And a lot of people were really scared for me. Oh my God. And I didn't know that they had emailed and I hadn't, it was like late and I hadn't looked at my email. So I got like a lot of worried texts and I just felt bad, you know, (laughs) it was the combo of like, I'm happy, but I'm happy. Oh my God. I'm locked out of my place. I have my cat, but I'm happy. Can I crash at your place or something like it's that? It's like you're the new Anne Hayes or something. Yes, exactly. God, I love Anne Hayes. Should we call them? 
Anne? This no, yeah, we should get her. I don't even have her number. Okay, so well, anyway, so how yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Tell me everything. Would you live here? I live very close to here. Okay, yeah, but in you, West Hollywood. But why do I feel like you're always in New York? I am. My family's there. Yeah, and we're filming the movie. Um, that I'm doing with my family. Um, what, what's that? I know nothing. I just only just met you like yeah. the other day for the first time, but I had an awareness. No, I met you last year at, at Charles and Jordan's yes. party. But like that was very quick. I'd seen you in Fort Tilden. Yeah. I love you in Fort Tilden. Aww. I love your short film. Thank you. Uh, it's Affections. Yes. Or The Affections or Affections? Affections. affections. Yeah. I was just like, you know, there's no time for the title. Right. Because I was like too busy watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, is she really cutting her hair? I can't believe Aww. this. This uh, Anyway. I was. Met you there. Yeah. Had an extreme intense fondness and awareness of you. Then I met you the other day at a party. At the, the LA, LA Film Fest. Yeah, LA Film Festival. Lots that. of hors d'oeuvres. Lots of hors d'oeuvres. Lots of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, all right, now we're here. Now we we're are. here. Now yeah. we are here. So thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so... What is this movie? Tell me everything, so, every detail. I um, wrote this movie about two years ago, or I've been working on it for about two years, and we kickstarted it um, like in December. And it's uh, kind of a ghost story, family comedy drama, um, kind of about a show business family over one night um, in their house getting drunk. And the mother, who's the only one not in the entertainment um, industry who's not self-obsessed and um, she's getting possessed by a ghost and it's sort of about her journey through the night and also about us ignoring it or not really seeing it because we're too busy with our bullshit. Oh my goodness. So it's kind of like a Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf um, slash ghost story movie. Did you see a ghost story? I haven't seen it. That movie? Oh, it's fine. It's I need to see it. It's totally not this thing. This is totally different, but I'm just wondering. Cause, um, yeah. Is this the same movie that you're the other? Aren't you you're doing another movie, too? Because I met your producer? That's this movie. That's this movie? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You've already started shooting? No. We're shooting in September. Shooting in September. In Connecticut. So t- oh my god! Have you, cause I'm putting my thing together, so I'm totally obsessed with all this. Are you yeah. just like, are you panic stricken? Are you kind of? Yeah. Are, did you get financing yet? Or um, none of my business. Yeah, no, okay. it's Don't. really not your business. I won't no. tell. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. We're um, we need a little bit more financing, but that's all. But we're pretty good. Um, you your so, D- do you have your DP? Yes. And like, how did all that come together? Like, what is the, What does that look like to, to young girls looking up to you and who are like, or anybody? I, I want to hear this myself. Like. How long did it take? You've been writing for two years. Then what about all the components putting it together? Well, luckily, like my producer Sarah, you met. She's great at like actually organizing because I'm really just not. That's not my forte, you know. Um, but we basically are working with people that we've worked with before, so it wasn't really like, oh, who are we going to get to DP this? It was like a lot of friends that. The same with my short. I'm just like kind of. I'm in LA, so a lot. You know, you know, a lot of people working in this business and yeah. it wasn't hard to kind of pick people is it the same dp as your short no um but it is the same dp as my friend's short um my friend kelly hudson short tond um 
Oh, you were in that. that. I was right? in that for a split second, yeah. Um, but he's great, and he totally digs it, and I'm very excited. That's important. That you have a good like relationship with him, right? Yeah, you totally. Because I wouldn't want to like work with a DP. I think there's some DPs that are like rock stars or something right. who are very attractive that I'd feel like, are they mad at me? Oh, Do I yeah. want to have sex with them? Like, yeah, yeah. Like a Sean Price Williams. Do you know that guy? Yes. Well, we um, we're talking to Sean because Sean's really good friends with Sarah. Oh God, he's gorgeous. He's, he's so, so talented. Gorgeous. Yeah. I would just crumble. I, I don't, know. Yeah, I know. It would have been hard to concentrate. So. I mean, Marcus, the man we're going with is handsome. I don't want to like, say, like, oh, he's an ugly <laughs> yeah, ass okay, so, shit, yeah. you know? Like, it's going to be easy to just boss him around. And <laughs> I want to know that I want to... If I were to have a DP, I'd want to be kind of quiet, but firm, strong, but and not acquiesce to me. Mm. And I want to, like, there'd be a silent knowing that we want to have sex, but we can't. Yeah. We have work to do. Yeah, totally. I don't want some guy wielding his fucking dick around being, and I'm like, oh my God, you do it. Ah." Like that, that's too much, but I want like a, you know, happy. No, I, the guy, I, I was in this movie, um, that, uh, which one tell us everything. So there's this movie battle of the sexes that comes out in September and it's, um, about Billie Jean King and Emma Stone plays Billie Jean King. And it's about, um, do you know about Billie Jean King? Pretend I don't. Cause I she don't. She's like <laughs> this tennis woman rock star who, you know, she, uh, now I'm going to like, can I just fart listen. all over it? Oh my God. My least favorite <laughs> word. Wait, let me just. Time out, real quick. That's your least favorite word. I can't say, and, and also stink. Aww. Because of what it's a feeling. What all? Okay, real quick. Also, aren't you terrified that Jordan and Charles are just going to be listening to this, just judging us? No, I don't care. Yeah, me neither. I'm totally bo- like I. Me, t- me too. I love them, and I don't give a fuck what they think about me. Me too. Anymore. I don't care anymore. Anymore. <laughs> I love them. I love them too. But you know what? We're done caring about you guys. We okay, don't care stop. If you think we're not funny we're or just, cute or special? I know. I just have to be myself right now. Okay, <laughs> whoever that is. No, just it's just you and me, Bridie. Okay, go back to my exactly. Tell me about Billie Jean. So Billie Jean King started like the first, (laughs) um, like female like tennis league. Um, They were called the Original Nine, and uh, because they didn't get paid as like much as men, of course. (laughs) Boring. So anyway, uh, long story short, she has like a she had this. um, Where is this going? Match. Okay, no, I brought this up because the DP on that movie was so gorgeous. Now we're talking. He's the DP of uh, La La Land. What's his name? Um, Gotta find him. Tell me his name. I swear it's Lars, but I might be wrong. Will you look up the name of this? Okay, for the first time, Aerosol is really going to look up a thing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. What is this? What are we doing? Oh, God. So you worked with him, and did you guys, were you single? Did you guys lock eyes? Was he in a relationship? Did you make um, out? We didn't do anything, but, like, it was in the air. It was? No. <laughs> I mean, there was, like, a lot of, I mean, because there were a lot of women in that movie. I, I was one on a tennis team of, like, nine other people, so there was a lot of hot chicks to look at. I was just one of the. This is, like, this is, like, a new league of their own. Oh, the 2017 yes. League of Their Own. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think we said it all, you know? I think we yeah, totally. podcast saw <laughs> I explained that movie very well. Everyone's going to want to see it now. Are you single? I'm single. I have been seeing this guy twice. We, I saw him twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who is this guy? Is this the guy you were talking about at the thing? No. Who is this guy? None of my business, by the way. 
You have to know. We're new friends. I know I'm irritating. He's a sweet dude. He works for um, like like a label, and he's very sweet. You don't have to give me... By the way, if I ask you anything, you know this already. Yeah. Just tell me to fuck off and don't answer the thing. No, I mean, he's a very nice guy. Wait, what happened to the other guy? You're dating some long-haired beauty. No, he... Well, he was from Italy, and he went back to London, and... You know, yeah, it was just a fling, just a fun fling. Oh, it was so fun though. Chateau Marmont, right? Yes, that's I, yeah, that's the way to do a fling. Oh my god, awesome! I way. loved it. It definitely like changed. Uh, like I'm scared that it ruined my life, you know, because it was good, so good, and I don't think I'm gonna get back to that. So who's this new guy who's <laughs> completely disappointing you so far? <laughs> no, he's very cool, and sweet. <laughs> Should we just trash this whole podcast? Is this just like it's too a, much a career ruiner, a, rela- a relationship? I don't know how ruiner? not to. Let's just be us. No, I um no, I really like this guy. So how long is it? So your boyfriend and girlfriend? So no, we've seen each other twice. <laughs> oh, Linus Sandgren. Oh shit, this guy. We got to find him. Maybe yeah. he's on Raya. Linus Sandgren. Sandgren. He's a babe. He's a babe. Was he tall in the woods? Yeah. No, oh he God. was gorgeous and very um, just fun to watch him like maneuver the camera. And, oh you my know, God. when there's good set of arms on set, it's like oh my what God, could be better. What could be better? Because also it makes you feel like you have to like it's good to have a hot person there for everybody. I think. Because everyone brings their A-game, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, Someone you'd be held, held accountable to. Oh, my God. Hold on. Wait. I just went out. Hit my ear hole. Oh, God. We got to start over. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> this is going to be my first abstract podcast. <laughs> like, what is real? What is fake? What do we mean? What do we don't mean? <laughs> it feels great to laugh, though. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I'm worried. Don't be worried. What are you scared of? I'm scared of all these men coming after me. <laughs> I'm scared of all the men not coming after us. That's true. Yeah. My phone getting blocked. No. How long does it take for this podcast to come out? Like eight weeks? Or- no, it's next week. It's going live. <laughs> shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wait, what was your longest relationship? Um, four, four years, I think. Yeah. It was way long, way too long. Way too long. Yeah. We, um, we met when I was like 22. He came to my comedy show and he was great. And I think he would say the same thing. Like it went on for too long. We kind of, we stopped, you know, blinking and all that. And blinking? Blinking. 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 Oh my god, you're so funny. I can't believe it. I'm so scared we'll never hang out ever again. Why? Because we've just touched on all of it. We know, but it's because you're so funny. Like I can see like I can see why people are obsessed with you. Oh. Or like, yeah. No one's obsessed with me. Though. I I think they are. Okay, so you're with, for four years with this guy. Yeah, and he was very sweet and cool and he like he was very I was with before that, I was with kind of like more art artsy comedian dudes and I was kind of like ready to settle down oh you were kind of in my head like I was just like I just didn't want someone that's like obsessed with me not obsessed with themselves and like yeah you know and this guy was definitely that he was really loving and he wasn't um he really didn't have a clear path of what he wanted and I think like 
you know, what led to us not being happy was that he really didn't find that yet. And I was kind of like, well, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> well, God. So now, okay, you're dating. Is it serious? Is it casual? Right now? I mean, it's casual. I have, I haven't, I've seen this guy twice. You've seen him twice. Okay. <laughs> did you meet him on Raya? Yeah. Oh my God. I deleted my Raya account, but you did. Uh, well, I had a really weird things thing. are heating up on there for me. Really? No. Is John Mayer back on there? God, who's that? John Mayer. Oh, I saw him on there once. Me too. But it was a while ago. He didn't like me back. Yeah, he didn't like me back. I don't think I liked him. Oh, I, I liked him. I think I was like, mm. I look. I looked at his slideshow and I was like, ah, I didn't probably even, not. I didn't even watch the slide. I was like, John Mayer. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I played Mafia with. Um, him once. What? Yeah, I had this weird. Well, okay, we can tell you the craziest place that I blanked. I'm ready. Was at John Mayer's house, but not with John Mayer. Oh my god! I know it was in New York. What? Yeah. Who was this? Um, BJ Novak. No, but definitely in like you know probably the family of people that you would guess, like. I mean, I'm not going to say his Don't name. Don't say. Yeah, but it was fun. It was like, it was just fun to be like, hey, we're at John Mayer's house. Oh my God. Totally. But that guy loved John Mayer. Um, but what, <laughs> not like romantically, but they were friends. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> but the same guy, um, I had like this weird moment with him. Like, um, I was very young and he was, he was older than me, you know, and we were at his apartment, not John's, yeah. but his own. And in the middle of the night, I needed to pee. And so I got up, and the bathroom was right across from the bed. And I had closed the door, <laughs> but it had, like, come open. You know, it, like, creaked open. Yeah. So we made this weird, like, and I was pissing, you know, and we made this weird eye Because I didn't really love this guy we were just liked each other but yeah. we made this weird eye contact in the middle of the night where i was on the toilet and there was like it was like humorless and like he was just like just stared at me and i stared back like deer in headlights and like he rolled over and went back to bed but i was always like fuck oh my god yeah it was like weirdly one of the most vulnerable things that ever happened to me i can't t- i don't want I, I get so self-conscious about a guy hearing me pee or anything pee is like one thing I mean, there's worse. There's way worse. Be. Yeah. Yeah. But I get scared that, oh my God, I just can't take it. Like yeah. I'll flush it. I'll continuously flush the toilet. I turn the bathtub on. Right. <laughs> well, there was this weird, like, when I was younger, there was a Freaks and Geeks, like. Oh, where's the chair, where she moves in the chair and the guys think that she did something gross that she, like. Oh, I don't, I don't oh. remember that. Oh, which one are you, what were you thinking? Well, it was that he was, like, grossed out because she her pee was like so girthy or something. Oh my God. What episode is this? I don't remember, but it really, (laughs) I think it was Reeks and Geeks. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but I remember being so self-conscious, like what? Like I have to worry about my pee sounding like I have a big pee hole or something. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, now I do too. Have a big pee hole? I just have to worry about that. (laughs) I've done, here are all these tricks. I would take, uh, this is what I've learned from other girls. I would like, Okay, so I'd flush the toilet while I'm peeing and then try to race, but lightly pee because you don't want anything else to come out of your body while you're peeing. I don't know. I don't and know. And you can't flush twice because then it's like. Then it's, yeah, but I do. Oh, God. But then I'll turn the faucet on. I turn the bathtub on. I take a piece of toilet paper and I put it 
I hold it in the stream so the, the stream of pee hits the toilet paper. So you're going to come out of this being like, Whoa. oh, I'm not fucking crazy. Like, I'm not a, such a loser like Alexi. But so I would put the toilet paper so that the stream would gently go through the toilet paper and there'd be no sound. Yeah. There are times in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s, where I've just peed in the bathtub. I've been wow. like, can I take a bath? And like peed in the bathtub. Wow. Why? But you, why? You look so sad for me. But why did you think the bathtub was quieter? Like, because I was sitting in a bathtub. Oh, peeing, so you just like peed and like was in the bathtub. Oh, interesting. With water in it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I ran oh. a bath, got in the bathtub, peed in the bathtub. Wow. So it was silent. But then I'm like, how horrible is that? Yeah. Out of shame that a man would think, oh, she's not fuckable anymore. Right. Or like, you're gross. I know. That's insane. And you can use, oh God. Yeah. I've definitely like, I mean, I've definitely like clogged a toilet and like had to like remove stuff with my hands. You have? Yeah. I think I may have too. I think totally. I mean, like, I think nobody's gonna love us after this podcast. No, not even Charles or Jordan. And they're not trying to have sex with us. Oh god. Um, no, I definitely have. And I remember, like, with the long term relationship, I had clogged it, and then I had thought that I had like removed what I had put there, and he like came back in, like, hey, like, it's still there. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But he was <gasps> it was fine. I mean, oddly, like I don't hate those scenarios. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think of myself as trashy. You do? Totally. I think you're so highbrow. No, I'm really trash. like I've you're like fart is a dis- like I'm like a poop farty person. You and are? Like, yeah, like in my like family oh, is the same way. They like, are. Oh yeah. Like it's just like our sense of humor. <laughs> oh wow, you're right. I don't think I I can't even say poop farty. I can't even say it. I don't know where that shame came from. I don't know what... I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, my dad is definitely, you know, it's part of our sense of humor. So it's more of like a test for the other person than it is for me. Oh, really? It's more of like, well, if you're not like down with me having like bowel movements, like what am I supposed to do? Where do we go from here? I know. <laughs> Wait, so your dad, so I grew up watching him on Get a Life. Mm. So did, did he create that show? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bathroom humor on that show. Yeah. Right? I mean, not like a ton, but like there is. I think for there. sure. I mean, it's that show's more like wacky, kind of like. And also, my grandfather is on it. My grandfather was so not toilet humor. Oh, he so wasn't? Think, yeah. So I think my dad, like, definitely steered away from any like sexual jokes or like potty humor but yeah. like around the house and stuff oh my god yeah and then your mom is the only person who's not in show business yeah i mean she was she my dad and her met on the david letterman show because she was like a booker woman oh really yeah so she booked stand-ups she would like go oh to god. like stand-up shows um she booked like emo phillips on his first like tv appearance and um yeah, so she was doing that, and then my dad was a runner and then became a writer and then started acting on it, and she would, like, appear in bits that he did as the woman that he'd kiss and, you know, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. How brilliant. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then they got they got married, like, right after they both stopped working there. and Yeah. Yeah. So how did that inform your life? I mean, not to talk about that too much. I always never try to, I don't, I don't know. I always... yeah. Don't no. like to bring up family stuff with my guests and be like, you're your own person. But I mean, like, that's 
a crazy yeah. like, family, like a lineage to come from. Yeah. Is that the right phrasing? I hope so. I mean, I had a very... Um, and you're making a movie about your family. Traditional, yeah. Uh, like we lived in Connecticut mostly and I went to Catholic school and, um, I was sort of like, it was sort of like we were definitely the weirdos of the, um, like people at our school, but it was in terms of like, not of me cause I was so shy and like, but you just were? like oh, totally. My sister was like never shy and yeah. she was definitely like an actress from the, from the beginning. Get-go. Yeah. But I was referring to your sister, Abby Elliott. Abby Elliott. And she's on SNL. She was on SNL. She was on SNL. And now she's on Odd Mom Out on Bravo with Jill Cardman. Do you guys like each other? Are you friends? We love each other. We love each other. Best friends. Um, Stop bragging, but keep going. <laughs> yes, but uh, so you were shy. Yeah, I was very shy, but it was more like the t- the teachers and parents knew what my dad, who my dad was, and they'd like seen something about Mary and stuff like that. Where it was like we were like more like freaks to them a little bit, I'd say. Yeah, not in a. It was more in a snobby way, like a you know a small town way of like oh out there family yeah because we never acted you know weird but it was more just that kind of stigma or something like they decided for you yeah what you guys were about right so they're gonna get upset at it yeah first yeah but i never really thought of it as weird when i was younger or different like i definitely you know had the same range of like hating my dad and my mom when i was like a teen and like you know being like, get out of my life. But at the same time, like YouTube like was coming and was coming up and um Get a Life was on YouTube. So I'd watch like Get a Life on YouTube and you be like would? Yeah, because I like I'd seen it when I was little, but I didn't really see it as like someone with who would get it or find it, you know, funny as a non-kid. And so I was kind of like getting into my dad's work. On YouTube, but still being like, I hate you, Dad. Yeah, oh my God, exactly. great show. Good life is amazing. Yeah, Chris Elliott is really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So you were like a secret fan of your dad's while you were <laughs> acting out as a as a teenager. Yes, totally. That's so weird. Yeah. That's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, he definitely kept it like separate. Like my dad's dad was also a comedian and he remembers feeling like his dad was a businessman because he would just like leave for work every day in a suit and like a briefcase. And then my dad, my dad's dad, my grandfather, Bob Elliott had, um, had a radio show, Bob and Ray with his partner. And that was like a comedy radio show. Yeah. So it was like the same feeling of kind of like keeping, you know, life like, you know, traditional in a sense. So with all that in your family, like it's like in your blood mm-hmm. to be creative and uh, be a performer. Mm-hmm. How do you guys all navigate? Like, it was it weird? Like, how old were you when you realized? Because you said you were shy, but your sister was like an, immediately an actress. Like, mm-hmm. So how did that come into like, at what point were you like, oh my God, I'm, this is what I need to do. Like, how did that start? And like, and was it weird, like trying to like find your own place in your family, like mm. be like, "This is my thing," and like, oh, "I'm not," you know. That's why, I, like, I get scared to talk to my guests if they come from like, if their parent parents were actors or whatever, because I don't want to be disrespectful. Because I know, like, you're your own person, and that might be right. really irritating, right? But so, what did that look like, and how did you? Yeah, I mean, I got into, I went to, I went to um, a real artsy uh, high school that really let me like 
kind of blossom and I was doing a lot of playwriting and so I really liked writing off the bat you always did yeah yeah and um that was sort of like the place where I was like okay this is where I really like see myself going and I honestly didn't have like the real sense of wanting anything else like I guess that was part of the built-in family thing. Like, it was just like, mm, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, this is what we're, you know, made for this area. I wasn't really sure. Like, Abby was always like, I'm an actress. And I always felt like, ah, I like to write, I like to act. And that's kind of what I feel like, you know, I'm still in that place. And then I moved to New York where I was doing like stand up and more comedy. And that was around the time that Abby was on got on Saturday Night Live and she got on very young. Oh wow. She got on when she was like 21. And so it was like insane. I mean, it was like a crazy time for her and for everyone in our family cuz we were like, oh my gosh. And my dad did not have the best experience there. He was on for one season in the 90s and it was like I think 95 or 94. And it was just a big cast, and everyone was like really like I think Jay Moore wrote the book Gasping for Airtime because it was like everyone was kind of like pushing each other out of the oh way, and like um, so he was on at that time, and he really hated it. He had had Get a Life, so it was kind of a step back, you know. Oh, this was after Get a yeah. Life. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. So it was weird because he had already kind of established himself as this guy. Um, but anyway, Abby got on and it was wonderful at first and then it had its like dips, you know, as that show does cause it's insane and it's really hard on people. Um, so yeah, it was definitely for me at that time, I guess her being so young, I was like, okay, this is when it happens. Cause it happened for my dad very young too. And, uh, I was sort of like under that pressure for a little bit in my early 20s. I mean, there's a lot of pressure in your early 20s, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, looking at them because you're like, oh my God, if they're doing it now, I've got to hit it now too. Yeah, it's or else- like, when do I hit it? Yeah, like what? Ugh. And I also like knew that I didn't really want to be on SNL, but I um, had a lot of people like, oh, so you do comedy? Do you want to be on SNL? Like your sister's there, whatever, you know? And so I was kind of like, hey, yeah. Uh, um, but... Yeah, it took me a little bit to, like, get out of the funk of, like, oh, I'm not, like, a sketch performer, you know, I'm my own thing, Um, because I was doing, like, sketch at, like, UCB and stuff, and actually, when I met Charles and SV, um, and we did Fort Tilden, was, like, kind of the first time that I felt like, ooh, this is, like, using all my skill sets. How did you guys meet? They had seen... um, my videos like on YouTube and so they saw me at UCB I think and in New York or in LA in New York and then we met at Thay's hotel and they were like we're writing this with you in mind like do you want to do it and oh my god yeah so it was very it was very serendipitous they like contacted me on my 23rd birthday and um I was super into them from the start and yeah how come they were just nice like and, like, very low-key. Um, and I think we were all kind of, like, playing it cool because it was the first time we met. So it was kind of sniffing each other out. But, I mean, they were like, yeah, we wrote this for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like, I, I mean, I think that's what sold me. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got my attention. I mean, totally. 
Anyway. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay, so then you met them. Yeah. And then how soon were you shooting for Tilda? I, I like you just going off on your story. This is great. <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, like, I think we met in um, August, and then we were shooting at the end of August. Uh, or, yeah. Yeah. So. And meanwhile, so your sister's on SNL. Well, she had, I think she had just left after that. She, but, yeah. But you're finding your way. Your mom, yeah. your mom's doing nothing, sitting in a corner, twiddling her thumbs. Just kidding. Just banging her head against the wall. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, my mom actually, she, um, putting her head in an oven. She, <laughs> she played my mom in a very small movie that my friend made, um, that, like prior to Fort Tilden that I was in. And, What's but it called? it's called Paper Anchor. Um, and, but she was a stroke victim in it, so she couldn't talk. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> but she was great and she loved it. So like, that was probably the seed of like, oh, I want to put mom in something because she like enjoys acting because oh. she's in the movie too. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. She plays my mom. Um, but go on. So you're shooting Fort Tilden. Oh, okay. You're coming into yourself. Yeah. Are you done with UCB I'm at this point? Coming into Well, I mean, myself. like you're finding your way. Or you're this especially unique, uh, you know, you're writing still. I'm, I'm yeah. Just, tell, me, tell me all the goddamn stuff. Um, Take me on this journey. I'm not done. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, well, Fort Tilden was like very truly like meta in a sense because it's all about like some girl that wants to be an artist and is in her like, like she's 25 and she's in New York and she's feeling like judgy and she's judging a lot of people and feeling insecure and like that's totally everyone I feel like at that point in your really? life and she wants her dad's approval and he's just really yes. disappointing is that a, is that a true thing or that's not my business no but no okay cool. no my dad has always been like so supportive of everything that I've done which has been very nice um but yeah I forget what I was saying oh, so you're doing oh. that yeah. Until then. Meta. Yeah. Meta. Um, and then I got, <laughs> um, then it won South by, and that was really fun. And then, and a surprise. And then what came, like, what are you, when did you start writing? When did you write your short film? Oh. Was that right after? Because so, no. So, I guess, like, for me, I. Pretend we're on a riot date. Okay. You're on a riot yeah. date. First date. Okay, so I. I we, want to know everything. We won South by, and it was very exciting, but also very, like, weird because I didn't understand what it meant at all. I didn't know that you could, like, you won at the end or, like, things won. Um, and then I moved back to, or went back to New York after being in Texas, and um, I went on Zoloft. Why? What was going on? It's was very anxious. And uh, Claire, the other actress in it, like, she was kind of going through the same thing. I think it made us like, what is this, like, thing? And what happens next? Like, is this, like, going to be, like, a full train ahead? Or is this, like, a weird, you know? So I went on Zoloft, and Zoloft made me crazy. And I was like, I got to get out of New York. So that's why I'm here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, like, very, it was a real struggle, um, at the end there I was very panicked in the city it was just oh, too much for me this felt always felt like more relaxing and um, I'd been out in LA I had an ex and uh, so I spent a lot of time out here before um, a long distance relationship yes okay just wanted to know Josh Fade Josh Fade Fade wait um, really yeah. he was lucky enough to have sex with you Aw. I can't believe it no he's a great guy I've known him for a long time I'm not that close to them but that was your ex-boyfriend yeah the four-year guy um well 
this you know what? Little, you don't, I can't remember if it how long that was, honestly. Oh but it was like we were. I was really young. I was like eighteen or nineteen. With Josh? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so you had like a long distance thing with him. Yeah. So oh. I had been on this coast back and forth. I love Josh. We're no, very good friends. He's great. No, I'm just like I. You know. Yeah. You're, he's. You know. You're. Beauty, you're a babe, you're brilliant, you're Aww. so talented, and then you know, but he is too, he's very talented. He's very talented. Um, yeah, so I moved out here with my uh previous ex. <laughs> That's okay. Women, listen, um, <laughs> isn't it interesting when like ex boyfriends or boyfriends are such a huge part of like I didn't go to college, but they're mm-hmm. such a big part of like my college of life or something yes. like what I learned from totally like I would learn about music and like mm-hmm. cool stuff from a guy, and I'd be like, and then and then I'd get into my new relationship and I just quote everything I learned mm-hmm. from the last guy to impress the new guy and be like, totally, oh, yeah. yeah. So and then they get into it and then you feel like a little guilty because yeah, it's like, well, you know where, where this came from. These were liars, but mm-hmm. whatever. But okay, so you're so are you also loft now i'm off so loft thank god i would have yeah so. um i'm back on my old prozac i've been on prozac since i was 13 oh so you were on prozac then. and then i was like i need something else this shit's not doing anything oh really yeah and then i just went on a higher dose of prozac okay i have a friend who went on effectsor and like that was the worst because he tried to get off of it and he just went off at cold turkey, and you're supposed to trickle off of it. Mm. And he was just oh, driving yeah. one day, and he just drove off the side of the road. It was like the oh, TV my God. was like, somebody unplugged a TV, and everything went out. Yeah. He was in a mental institution, but yeah. Oh, God. Um, he's in a mental institution? No, he was, but, then he got, oh. but now he's fine. Now he's off oh, everything. Good. He just smokes pot all the time. Yeah, but, uh, that's good. Self-medicate. Okay, but... Uh, all right, so you came out here, and Josh was out of the picture? Josh was out of the picture. This was with my um, ex... That the my one latest one that I uh, the four year guy yes is that what the affections yes Wait, the, and, I'm and he the, is in affections he plays my boyfriend in that he does <laughs> oh that's incredible yeah okay I'm really into people playing themselves <laughs> like I think it's interesting and it works I've done that too mm-hmm. I dated a guy who oh, I don't think he did this with me but he did this with a girl he that he dated where he came inside of her they didn't have a condom and then. She was like, "Will you pull out? You, prom- you promised to pull out." And he's like, "Of course, of course." And then he comes inside her. She's like, "Did you just come in me?" And he's like, "No." Wait, so, this is a short. This is a short. Like it's like a thirty-second short oh, that okay. I made. Oh God! But I, but I had, and, but this, and I had the guy who did that to a girl act in it. Uh huh. Because I had dated him also, but he didn't do that to me. He did that to this girl. And I heard the story from this, this other girl. I was like, "Fuck! I've got to write about this. This guy. Yeah. This is horrible." And then I made him act in it. And, oh, he, no. and he knew it. He was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so you had your ex-boyfriend in yes. affections, in not, affections. The, yeah, not, the, not affection. the affections. Yeah, not the affections. Got it. All right. That'd so be I'll, insane. I know I'm interrupting a lot. I'm sorry. No. Sorry, Charles and Jordan. I'm just doing the best I can. God. <laughs> see, like, see you Saturday. They're like, this is so boring. Oh, my Whatever. God. They're like, Alexi, stop interrupting. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, she said, so, okay, well, I'll be there Saturday with the dude. You will? Mm-hmm. The new dude. This is going to be the third time you've seen each other? Mm-hmm. By Saturday, it could be the fourth or fifth. Mm. Do you love this guy? Maybe I think he's very sweet. So that's a no. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> Does he have a big private? None of my business. Stop it. No things are. He's a sommelier. It's awesome. Oh really? Yeah, he loves wine. I love that. Does he also? Does that just like lend itself to him wanting just to serve you? Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. And I'm usually with guys that are just like soul suckers that yeah I like depletion deplete my energy and like I like kind of become their mother and 
I'm just done with that. I want to be like served huge meals and get married and like I think I do have too. a baby. Me too, I think. ASAP. Do you really? You're not even in your 30s yet. You no, wanna- I do though. I do. Like when I broke up with my boyfriend last year, I was like, woohoo, I'm all about dating myself right now. No relationships. I can like have sex with whoever I want, but I'm just going to like only be in a relationship with Bridie. And now I'm like, no, I want a full blown relationship. And could this be the guy? Maybe. I think he's at, I, I don't know. I have no idea. And I also don't want it ASAP, but like I do want to have my cousin had a baby just now, like a few days ago, and I'm like obsessed with it. And um, <laughs> it, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> obsessed with the shit of it. And um, yeah, it just sounds nice. Yeah, I'm confused because I like... But I also want to be on Raya the rest of my life. You know I know! I mean? fun! <laughs> it is. I gotta, I've got to oh like download it. I deleted it because I, I got of like a silent like respect to the new guy I'm dating. This new guy's not even my boyfriend. But I met this guy at a wedding. Oh my God, when I saw you... And we're, we're going to throw it right back to you and we're, we're, everything we're talking about because... I mean, I just hope I can navigate this podcast as best I can. I'm just doing the best Do you edit I can. On? I mean, if you want me to. Okay. I don't usually, unless the person is like, no, oh, it's going to ruin my life, please. Oh, yeah. And then I will do anything you want me to do. I don't know. We'll talk about that after. Okay. okay. Um, oh, when I saw you at the LA Film Festival, that Book of Henry party, which is, I heard that mm. movie's yeah. not great. No. But, um, so I was dating this guy, like a long-haired, shaggy, 26-year-old guy in a band or whatever. Yeah, he was cute. You showed me pick. He was really cute. But then, then I met this new guy at a wedding and he's like 41 taller than me so kind and talented and smart all we have tons of mutual friends adores me has a really big private whoa he doesn't want anybody to know do i have to bleep this out oh my god i think that's okay yeah he should be proud i mean it's not this could be anybody yeah totally i mean he might think it's him and his friends might think it's an actor or a writer writer filmmaker cute was he at the Book of Henry party? No, because he knew better. And he's in Austin. Oh, he does live in another city. Mm. Now I'm mm. really now I'm really zeroing in on who this is. But whatever. <laughs> but uh, sex is incredible. Awesome. Older than me. Taller. Adores me. And kind. And but he's not some like hipster, hip, bonehead, which is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's important. How many times have you seen him? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, how many times have I seen him? I met him at the wedding, and then he flew to L.A. like immediately. Ooh, to hang? To hang out with me. To hang out with me. To hang out with me. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, got a different. He had his own place to stay because he's a gentleman. He's respectful. He didn't just assume he was going to stay with me, which is what all the other loser guys I would have dated would have been like. I'm right. With you, right. And I'm like, what? No. Okay. Huh? Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so I, nice. And we didn't kiss at the wedding. I was so afraid our kisses were going to be horrible and that our sex would be horrible and then he have some tiny like nub in private that we'd have to figure something out which we could have if we had whatever but he didn't he had and the first thing I did was oh my god I hope it's okay he's gonna have to be okay with this have I overstepped Aristotle Aristotle just shrugged intensely okay we made out of my apartment like I gave him the tour of my apartment yeah. we just arrived in Los Angeles our first time unsupervised after having met him at the wedding and we kissed, and the kiss was good. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. Because I thought he's really funny. We get along, but we'll probably just be friends. There'll be no chemistry, like sexual chemistry. It will be bad. And then he walks me to my bedroom. Like, he walk, like, like 
This is too many deals. Do you mind that I'm telling no, you? That? I know I like I it. So I'm like staring like we're yeah. seven minutes into him seven minutes into him being in my apartment, giving him the tour of my place. Seven minutes in heaven. Seven or... minutes in heaven. Okay. We're, we start kissing. The kiss is great. I'm feeling great. Then he starts leading me, like walking me backwards towards my bedroom, which I thought that's very cool. He's not some little bitch, puss, right? That's great. But then I turned around because I was eager and I had led him by the hand into my bedroom. All these unnecessary details for no reason. I'm telling you anyway. And uh, and then when I got engaged and had made the discovery that he had a big private, my immediate reaction was, I can't believe you're not married. Why aren't you not? Why? Like, I was mm-hmm. so shocked because he's like, he's a nice guy. Is it pierced? It's pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe it. Oh my God, I'm about to edit all this out. Let's just edit everything we've said out of this thing. But uh so yeah, so now I'm like terrified because I think like this guy is like marriage material, but he lives in Austin, so that's sweet. So maybe I'll never see him again. No, but uh, but I'm usually used to like long haired rock and roll boys, and this guy is just like like just a man, clean cut dude. Not clean. He's like a weirdo yeah. and kooky creative person. Wait, what, what happened th- when you saw his penis after being I was like? like- blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, I was like. I think I saw, I got a gauge on it. Like I did the pat, like you always have to do the like, oh, we're making it out. And then you go to like the casual pat just to assess what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I went, oh my God. I like, that's, I actually said that out loud. I was like, wow. Oh my, I went, oh my goodness, why aren't you married? And then I pulled him on top of me. And he was like, I thought that was hilarious. Like That's so fun. Yeah. I love it. So that's right. I don't know. I just, I just have to tell you that. I, I liked like, it. Okay. So that's um, all I've got going on. But yes, what were we talking about? I forgot. Who knows anymore? Wait, Book of Henry? <laughs> what? <laughs> what Book of Henry with Naomi Watts. No! Um, did you see that movie? No. Wait, what not. were we talking about, Aristotle? About the guy. About, about the guy. Your guy. About oh, my guy. Oh, you like to have guys that you've had things with in your short film, in your work, right? That's what we're well, talking about. Well, only with the last one. Yeah. Really. But, like, Josh and I, like have like made videos together and more like comedy videos not necessarily like about our relationship oh we were talking about the sommelier though yes and ryan how it's so fun he's oh, very cute he's cute yeah he's very cute and kind yeah what Matt, kind is so important it is very important i'm so used to like cool hip do you think guys i can't communicate with um funny is important i need to I need him to be funny. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Is this guy funny? He is funny. Not as funny as you, though, right? I feel like we have different like senses of humor in a way. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like. I mean, I've only met him twice. Really, only twice? Yeah. You didn't. Meet but him we on saw. Raya? I did meet him on Raya, but we do have mutual friends. Okay. And um, we saw Tom. Pe- the, he took me to Tom Petty on the first date. On the first date. Yeah, isn't that nice? That is really nice. But I'd be like. I just want to talk, though. I really need a good communicator. Well, we had dinner. Okay. And then we went to Tom Petty. He was like, I had these tickets. Like, do you want to just do this? A sommelier. Sommelier? Yeah. With tickets to Tom Petty? I know. Did he pay for dinner? Hell yeah. That's important. Tell me why that's important. Because I I always sound like a monster. Like, what's... I don't know. I don't think it is because... Me neither. That's so superficial. (laughs) This is a test. I don't know if it is or not. Like... It's because I've been in relationships where I'm like, oh, it's totally fine. Like, I don't care. I let's just split C's and it's all okay. No, you can't see my face, everybody. I'm scrunching my face. That's but when someone like offers, it's very lovely. I guess like I see it as added, you know, goodness. It's not necessary to me. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, 
because I, I don't know. My sister is definitely like, no, he needs to pay. He needs to like, he needs, you need to be late for the uh, thing. Oh, that's great. He needs great. to like pick you up. Oh my goodness. Stuff like that. She's like really hardcore. And like, she'll, like when I first started going out after the breakup, she was in town and she like was like painting me up like with so much makeup. Cause I don't usually wear that much makeup, but she like did my makeup super hard and like put me in like tiny black dresses and like huge heels. And I was just like, really? I guess this is dating. I want to watch that show. I know. Where's that show where you guys live together? She just, she just makes you do yeah, what you want. Totally. But she's, because she's always been just good at like putting herself together, you know, and I'm more of a tomboy in comparison to her. Like, I'm just not as. That's how I feel. I'm like sloppy chic. Yeah. I just like effortlessly chic, which means like. It's I, nice. It's just came, yeah. Totally. And this takes a lot for me. Which, yeah. But to another girl, they're like, did you just roll out of the gutter? <laughs> No, you look great. That's what I, I think. You look great. Thank you. You're wearing a romper. I know. You got your waist, your 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 whole figure. Aw, it's crazy. Thanks. <laughs> Keep telling me. So. Okay. Oh wait. Oh. So yeah. So sommelier, Tom Petty pays for dinner. You're having you're having a chat. Yeah. Are you smarter though? How could you ever meet a man that's good enough for you? And that's how I feel about me. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know about this guy, but like in terms of like what my fear is, is that I'm scared that I'm in a whirlpool of dating now and I might just be going on forever. And actually not to bring up Josh, but like, or talk about Josh's life, Josh Fadum, but we do compare and contrast our dating lives sometimes. You do? I love that. Yeah. And like, cause he's kind of like swimming in it right now. Swimming in puss? Yeah. Like... And I think it's because, like, he, well, he's doing great in his career and he's getting good stuff is happening. And, and he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also looking for it. Like, he's not looking for puss, but he's looking for a date. Like, does he want love or does he want? I think sex? he wants love. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, he doesn't, he's not like out for sex. It's just that it's like he put it, he like put it out on his frequency and it's coming to him. You it know is? what I mean? Yeah. I think I did that too with this guy, but go on. Yes. I've got to have Josh on next week so yeah, we can like compare and, and contrast. About it. Yeah, totally. And then the guy that I'm dating, he can be like, can you not talk about my private? Please. You said you would navigate your podcast and your personal life gracefully. And I'm like, but anyway, whatever. Go on. Yeah. So you compare and contrast with Josh. Yes. And it's just really nice to like have that but also a little bit confusing because it is like why is he getting like you know so much pussy <laughs> like but and he's not getting so much pussy it's just like why is he you know and it's so much harder for you yeah why would it be harder for you you're a goddess there's just no one that like it just feels so small like the guy at chateau was from london like it was just like fun someone that like wasn't part of this like scene that you're like constantly going around in circles with. I feel like LA is so small. Well, also, I don't know if you do this, but it just sounds like it sounds like what you do or what you're doing because, or maybe not. Sometimes I will look at Raya hmm. and I'll go, well, this is who, who exists. These are my choices. And I'll decide like, that's all there is. M- meanwhile, like there's so many, like, I don't know. Yeah, totally. I just feel like more people need to be throwing dinner parties. I know. Or meet people at Whole Foods or Mutual. For, I mean, but will anybody be at, uh, oh, whatever, you're bringing your guy to the birthday party on Saturday? Yes. Oh, wow. You're bringing him to a party. I know. It's interesting, huh? But is that because they're primarily going to be just gay men there, so you can't meet anybody anyway? That's true. But I don't, I'm, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I want to, like, I want to date him. You want to give it then, a chance? Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Me too. It's bad. 
I don't think he does. I don't think he like creeps on me, which is nice. Like he doesn't like, it feels like he knows nothing about me in like a fun way. Like he's always like, kind of like, what do you uh, do? You know, like, and we don't like really, well, I guess we like message on Instagram, but like, um, we don't really communicate on there. Well, I guess we do if we message, but I don't know. He d- it doesn't seem like he Googles me. And I've, like, Googled him. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't it weird? It is weird. I don't know what's important. Why hasn't he Googled me? I know. <laughs> I would be irritated. Because I'll do things where I'll date a guy and he won't, he won't Google me or, or really care about anything I'm up to. And I'll be like, this is great. I can just be myself. I can live my life. And then we're just dating. They're two separate things. And I can be a fully... But then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. What the fuck? I want somebody who takes an active interest in my life and like thinks I'm neat. Right. Because like, I don't want him to tune in all of a sudden to like what I'm up to and yeah. be like, oh, I don't like this at all. Like, yeah. you know? And I have dated guys who like would watch my videos that, I, that are on the internet or whatever and be like, oh, like, yeah, just don't understand me, don't think it's funny, but oh, they're God. like willing to put up with it or they just think I'm a raging slut, whore, weird, or whatever. Oh, like, and think all the things, I, I, yeah, and that bothers me. So it's like weird. You want that perfect balance of like two fully realized people. Yeah, you I would to- rather him not give a fuck than be too into it. I think. Yeah, it's a balance though, because you want him yeah. to respect you and think you're a badass. Yeah, and understand it on a level that's like, you know, interesting. Like he has good insight into who I am. Yeah, but you don't want someone who, because I've also like dated people where it's like. It's like, then it becomes clear. It's like, oh, do you want to collaborate? And that's all oh, with guys? Something? Yeah. Like, oh. it's like this weird thing of like, oh, do you think that like I have something to offer you in terms creatively? And like, that's what you're after. Oh, weird. Yeah. Have you never had that? Or it's like this a guy obviously wants to like become part of whatever maybe you're doing. Like, I've, I've, you know, it's it hasn't happened a lot, but it's just like slowly like, oh, I think we're just like into what each other does, but we're not necessarily into. Yeah. Us. I mean, I was into it, but he wasn't. Oh, man. I don't know. It's really weird. I have all these weird ideas of what I think I want. And then I get so confused. There's like what's really important. And there's like this idea of what I don't know. I'm rambling, but Yeah. You want to have a baby ASAP? No. Oh God. Would well, you pod while you babied? Yeah. Oh, I'd be like, you guys. Hey, it's me. It's Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> We're at five centimeters. <laughs> five. I don't know why five. Is that how far? Or how many centimeters is it? I don't know. I don't know either. My cousin was in labor for thirty hours really she went to the hospital four times and they turned her away because it's like no you have to be dilated a certain amount isn't that insane oh my god so what did she do just go to starbucks no she walked she just paced for like 30 hours in the nude where at her house oh my god yeah in new york she lives in Connecticut. Oh my god! I know. I I saw those photos on Instagram. Weren't you guys together, like all like cute and cuddly, like spooning? Mm. I lurk your Instagram more than like. Who is that? I don't know. You're doing something cozy and fun in a field, and there are greens. There's like a tree. You get look real cozy. You weren't in Los Angeles. Oh, you have to show me. I don't know. It was from like 18 months ago or something. No, (laughs) wasn't that deep creeping on your life? But uh. Oh, my God. Well, how do we get back to your short film? 
Um, I don't know. Were we, was that where we were at? Kind of. Um, well, I made well, it. Oh, well, oh, that's, well, you moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. And you'd already been here, coming here a lot. I'm just like, listen, I'm just doing the best I can. Yeah, totally. But uh, you, okay, you switched to Zoloft. That was, that fucked you up. Yeah. You moved to LA while you're fucked up on Zoloft? <laughs> kind of. Like, yeah. it was like, well, it was definitely on a whim, kind of like our lease was up and it, the rent was going up. And we lived in a pretty shitty neighborhood and I felt not safe there. And it was just like very, um, shitty it was like people just kind of leering at you and like you know my neighbor was like definitely (laughs) dying or something and I would hear like constantly (laughs) and um, (laughs) oh my god wait in Los Angeles no in New York so that was also part of it like like, it was like I just like I feel really sad here and so we moved my ex and I moved out and it was kind of clear immediately like no you know what I mean oh, moving with an ex is like really intense yeah I mean he wasn't an ex at the time but I yeah. know but moving <laughs> moving with a boyfriend then you're like oh wait yeah we would like to have our own adventures yeah. separately yeah it was pretty like instantaneous this feeling of like I don't know but we tried like and because I really loved him and I still have love for him but we moved out um lived in Silver Lake he got a office job and I was not really that busy and um, <laughs> unemployed. And that's kind of how affections came to be because it's about a girl sort of aimless, aimless and lonely, lonely. And she gets like catcalled by this guy. And then it's like her stalking the cat collar and the homeless cat collar. Yes. Yeah. Tell the audience and where can they yeah. find it on the internet, on the interwebs. I don't, I mean, I think it's on affections, the film.com, but it went to Sundance. Um, that was that this year? No, that was, it was 2016. Well, how was that an amazing feeling? Like, where were you when it you was. found out? That's incredible. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was really like kind of unreal. And I was at home. I and then I ate an Amy's organic, um, like lean cuisine type thing. Mm-hmm. Do you eat those? No, but I'll start. I don't have a microwave. Do I need a microwave? Yeah, I'll get one. Do you not believe in microwaves? Charles doesn't. I don't. I don't believe in them. Mm, and I of ju- radiation. Yeah, I'm just thinking this can't be good. Yeah, I mean, it definitely isn't good for you, and I eat a ton of microwave food. You do? Oh, my God, this <laughs> wicked... you guys zonky from it. You guys can't see her face right now. That was incredible. I'm I was like, zonky. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God, and I just talked about this with Kate Micucci. We actually had a tiny little portion where we were talking about how we're both not into microwaves, but she just got one, and it's like her mind is blown, and she's like, you got to get one. And I'm like, oh, maybe I will, because I, yeah. I have microwave popcorn just sitting on top of my fridge, and I look at it, and I go, what am I going to do with you? I know. Yeah, you got to get one. I almost want to microwave it. I almost texted my downstairs neighbors to be like, do you, have a, do you guys have a microwave? Just so I could pop it yeah. and go back to my place. But yeah. so you have a microwave, you say? I do. <laughs> it's a, it's a sunbeam. It's white. And it came with my place, which was awesome. It did? Yeah. Wait a minute. But wait, what does it have to do with Sundance? Your, your microwave. Sunbeam. Yeah, but you Sundance, but you're, <laughs> no, but you were microwaving a, a oh, meal. Yeah, it was like kind of the sad thing. This is the weirdest podcast I've ever done. I didn't know how to like, how to handle the information about Sundance. So like I immediately um, heated myself up in Amy's organic like rice, um, macaroni, rice and cheese. It's like fake rice 
fake rice pasta and fake cheese and had it and was like, you know, because I didn't really feel anything. I think I was numb. And just like the combination of like, excitement and worry all at the same time like what oh, god yeah um but yeah it sunk in <laughs> and um i still have my microwave you do i still microwave stuff and i went to sundance and i was so sick i got bronchitis um so it was a little bit of a sad time because <laughs> wait were you done with the boyfriend the no, boyfriend's done. He was still there Oh wait! So you made a you made affections, made affections, and you guys were already we were broken still up. Together. Oh, you were still together while you made that. Didn't you read the script and go like, "Oh, do you feel sad and lonely? Are you looking for some kind of loneliness and eliminator to, or to be seen?" I think there was like there, he definitely didn't say that. There was more of this feeling like, "Well, maybe this is the catharsis that we both need. Like, you need to like express it." And, um, you know, the same could be said for my movie now. Like, it's really about dark family dynamics and, like, kind of, you know, the neglecting, you know, each other while, like, when families grow up, you know, like, this kind of alienation sets in for everybody because you're you're not all living in a house together. So, yeah, so there is, like, this sense of, like, this catharsis for my film now. Um, hopefully it doesn't break us all up, but... Um, can't break you up because you're family. Totally. You're always bound by blood. Exactly. But go on. But, yeah, so um, so at Sundance, I was just, like, hacking, coughing, and um, we were staying at my friend's, like, her parents' friend's house, and I was just... Thro- like I wasn't throwing up, but I was flemming up all over their house, and was gross. And the boyfriend is still in the picture at this point, but Mm -hmm. didn't go to Sundance with you. He went to Sundance for the first, like, premiere of the movie, and then he left. I was there for the full 10 days. Good. I mean, it was was a lot for 10 days, being sick. Well, what did you, what what, what did you have to go through? Like, walk me through that so so people listening who will never go to Sundance and want to, like... Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, like, Park City. um, Have you been there? (laughs) Yeah, I went went this year. I drove up there. I drove from here. And uh, I went there for... T- I, I drove, too, with my friend. You did? Yeah, in 2016? No, in this year. This year you did? Yeah. Oh, my God. What were you there for this year? Um, I just went because he had a small small part in Ingrid Goes West. Oh, fuck. I wanted to see that. Yeah, it's great. With Matt Spicer's movie? Yeah. I want to see that. Okay. But so you guys drove up. But as a filmmaker, were you like, this feels great to be here uh, as a filmmaker as opposed to, like, not just an actress, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when you're an actress, you're at everybody else's mercy, but when you're right. Like, making something you wrote it you directed it you star in it yeah you know how did that feel even though you're flemmy yeah it felt really good i have a tendency i think to just my emotions like negate whatever's happening because it would be too intense to like actually feel it in the moment so you dissociate yeah a little bit me too and i wish i didn't because you know it was very i was very proud and excited but there was definitely a sense of like you know, and also from, like, other people, like, oh, it's, like, your first short, and then it goes to Sundance. Like, there was a little bit of, I'd say, you know, the the eye-rolling kind of thing of, like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Did you experience that, or you just assumed? 
Um, I like, you know, experienced it a little bit and then like, you know, heard from other, through the grapevine Fuck about those it. assholes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, but like, that's weird, but that's what the inner subconscious is saying, right? Like, oh, beginner's frog. luck. Like, okay. I don't like, deserve this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you um, totally deserve it. Oh, thanks. But yeah, so I definitely like, um, I had a lot of fun, but it was definitely, I don't, I don't think I felt the like pride and fulfillment from it. It was more kind of in subsequent smaller festivals where I actually felt a little bit, well, I was healthier Oh wow! <laughs> and, um, like the, the festivals were smaller and it felt more like not art, but like it felt more of a intimate thing. And that's when I felt more empowered. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like Sundance was just so Sundance that it felt a little bit like, oh, should I be wheeling and dealing here? And that were you not wheeling and dealing? I mean, I was <laughs> I was dying of okay. bronchitis. Oh my god! But I was also trying to pitch Clara's ghost to people and like talk about it. That's so smart. Yeah. Um, so you were. You're so smart. Yeah. I mean, I was trying. Um, but yeah, in smaller festivals where like you know you can kind of talk to everyone that's actually in it. You know, I don't know. Like not to ones? shit on Sundance. No, not at all. I loved Sundance. Um, like what are you talking about, Maryland or something? Yeah, Maryland I was the best. Cozy. I heard that one. People love Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Maryland was is what I was referring to in my head. Um, I just had a really good time there, and I really like Baltimore, the place. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, some Malliers from Baltimore. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. I have a question about that in two seconds. But uh, as far as like, okay, so Sundance. Oh, you're. Oh, yeah. So how soon after Sundance did you and the guy break up? Um, like seven months later. So exactly seven months later. Maybe six months. Yeah. And my friend, Sarah, the producer, also broke up with her boyfriend. And the composer also break up, broke up with, with her fiancé. Really? Yeah, who's all, we're all very close. Yeah. And it was like, it felt like affections did like a trickle effect where we all kind of got out of these relationships that were like no longer... Where you felt lonely within the relationship? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I know. Like, I feel like that happens at weddings. Mm-hmm. When you go, like, I have a lot of friends who are couple, who are either fall in love at a wedding, meet somebody. Yeah. Or like they're like, oh, we're never going to do this. We're like, or in a relationship, and they watch what happens, and they go, oh, we'll never love each other as much as this yes. man and woman who are getting married love each other. We had just gone to a wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, my cousin's wedding, and you know, it was like. Did you we, just burp on my podcast? You're disgusting. I don't think I did. I oh, think it was just a little. It was like a little burp. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was not casual. Real. We'll, we'll definitely edit that out. <laughs> um, uh, what, what was that? So you broke up, and in your pod, in uh, in your short film, it was so incredible. You like cut your hair off. Yeah. Like how many? So it was just one take of you. Tell, yeah. tell the listeners about that of this moment. Not to spoil it, but yeah, I cut my hair off I guess like the it begins with a haircut um it was kind of inspired by like my a friend of mine had passed away and I immediately got a haircut just like this in like grief you know what I mean so I was kind of I think the seed of the whole thing or the impetus of it whatever came from that moment because the girl was like oh shit I don't do grief haircuts like at the end of it like like don't like come for me like and I was like sorry the haircut lady (laughs) yeah she was like she found out it was it was a grief haircut post haircut and was like oh I would prefer you'd never do this again <laughs> yes. I would I don't want to yeah she didn't want like 
bad energy hair on I guess floor? so, yeah. Well, that's intense. Dude, it, that's so... Is that in LA? It was in LA. It was on Glendale Boulevard. Typical. Um, Unbelievable. How, how dare she tell you when and why to get your haircut? Yeah, I never went back. And I also didn't like the haircut. It was fine. It was just like... Who are these people? Who are these people? I don't know. I need a new haircut person. I go to Jay Diola at Good Form on Fairfax, just north of Melrose. So it's great. My hair colored because I. Oh, nice. I'm naturally blonde, but I think it's like. Oh, really? I think it's naturally it's gray now. But yeah, so I try. Mine's turning like an ashy. Like I can't tell if it's blonde or or gray or gray. Yeah, me neither. I'm so confused, and then I just feel like I feel crazy right now. I feel like I'm about to get my period. My nails aren't done. My hair is like overgrown. I no, need, you, I, I'm sorry. Great. I apologize. You're better than this. You deserve more. But okay, no. so you go to the. So it was. You had the grief haircut. Yes, that shitty, bizarre experience. Yes. So at the beginning of affections, I get a haircut, and then at the and I don't like it. And um, at the end, I like cut my own hair on the beach, and I'm with the homeless cat collar guy, and it's I just do this kind of jagged, crazy haircut, and and it was crazy. Like it was really I couldn't. Uh, afterwards, it was like, what was, what's next, Brady? And I was like, uh, I feel so crazy. <laughs> was that the, must have been the final shot of the movie. It wasn't, because I come home with my hair to my oh. guy. Um, but, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I did that, and my friend fixed it the next day for me. But it didn't really cross my mind, like, oh, we only have one take of this. Oh, my God. And also, like, my friend who did the makeup was like, why didn't you tell me, like, I would have brought hair extensions or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, I just did not think about it. What an artist. I wanted to do it. Like, I felt like it was, like, a cool, you know, fun thing to do, too, to just give yourself a fucked up haircut. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, my friend came over the next day and fixed it up for me. Oh my god! But it was fun, and I liked that moment being like real, and I felt it, and um, yeah. Are you asleep? No, I'm just taking it all in, just celebrating you internally, Aww. having a moment. Yeah, living in a bit of silence. Yeah, I mean, I liked. I also, I think too, when the last time I saw the movie was at Next Fest, which is like Sundance, but then it comes to LA. Oh, the eighth. Yeah, and um, it was definitely like, um, oh, this is my past, because it was after the breakup. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I'm kind of a different, like, this isn't what I would make now. And I like that. I like making super personal things that I won't make, you know, next year or in a month. to shed them and... Yeah, it's like, oh, I need to, to grow from it, and... You know, hopefully, like, it was entertaining, but also, like, I don't really care, you know? I don't. <laughs> it's like a cathartic thing for you. Yeah. I totally get that. Like, you have something to say. It's like, do you feel like the weight of the world and the price? Like, when you're like, I got to get this out of my system. I just got to, like, be done with this. Yeah. And also, well, when it, when I wrote it, it was very easy in a way because, and I, like, kind of talked to I have an energy healer and I was talking you to do? her about that yeah okay. I was like I was like you know when I wrote it um it really like just kind of came out and then I barely like changed it from the original first draft and I feel guilty about that because it was so like easy you know yeah. and she was like no that's like you when you're like aligned with what you want to do it is easy because you're aligned like you just kind of follow it yeah like there's no real like you don't have to work for it um 
And yeah, I felt that way. So I think like the whole like popularity of it kind of was like, oh, weird, you know, because this was very organic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love my energy healer. You do? Mm-hmm. She puts crystals all over me and um, she doesn't she doesn't call it Reiki, but she puts her hands on me. And why won't you call it Reiki? <laughs> um, Is she, it trademark? She says it's like transpersonal energy. Yeah. Healing. So she has to keep her energy really clean. Yes. She can't be getting all fucked up and rolling around in some bad energy. Yeah, or if totally. She, or if she does, she has to get rid of it. Like, so are you not religious? Um, no. But you're spiritual. Spiritual. Definitely. I usually burn Palo Santo. Do you burn Palo Santo? Mm, yeah. So I love Palo Santo and I used to really not love sage. I mm-hmm. didn't like the smell of sage, but mm-hmm. then I met this guy, this guy who like gave me this beautiful crystal that I will put on my third eye. Well, also, also I was told that like bangs cover your third eye. So oh, I'm like, no. oh my God, oh God, yeah. <laughs> I got to open that shit up because yeah. this, is, this probably will ruin everything in my life. Right. It's probably why I'm being audited. I just yeah. found I'm being audited. By who? The IRS. That's who audits. Oh, I was thinking Scientology. <laughs> oh, are you a Scientologist? No. Neither am I. Yeah. And you should not have come here if you thought I was a Scientologist. You should have been like, I'm not doing that Scientologist podcast. Well, I was interested. Okay. I went on a date with like a 60-something-year-old Scientologist that I met on Raya just to talk to him about Scientology. How was he? What was he like? Mm, Too old. Mm. But not a Scientologist anymore. But just like his face was like, his skin felt different. Mm. And I was like, this is weird. But he was still like douchey because he's successful in the entertainment business and like old and weird and I don't know where this is going. That sounds terrible. It wasn't great. But did you get any juice, Scientology juice? I did get some Scientology juice and then I was like, I can get out of here before you expect me to have sex with you. Right. Because it was at the Chateau Marmont where all these weird things happen. Sometimes exciting, sometimes like really sketch. Yeah. I feel like that place is haunted. Totally. Yeah. Like I've had some like, I think I've only vomited or vomited the most when I was drinking there. Oh, interesting. I don't usually do that. I vomited the last time I vomited. Well, I was in New Orleans over the weekend for a bachelorette, so I vomited there. You did? Yeah. Lucky. Look at that flat stomach. Can't believe you. (laughs) I know. I vomited a few times. Oh, my. I didn't. No, I ate a lot of rich foods and drank a lot, and everyone was like doing Adderall to keep going. They were? "Mm -hmm." Do you do Adderall? I did a quarter of a one. A 30 milligram? Oh my god! Listen I don't to me. Know what it was because it, I, I really, it's not good for me. It's not good for me either. I get really upset, like not sad, but like my heart races and my head spinning. And you know, we were wasted like most of the time. Then it was just too much. I really crashed yesterday. I like sobbed the minute I woke up, like for no reason. And Ugh, I did that the other day. Yeah, but anyway. <sighs> Well, I was just saying Scientology. Well, I was really I was I usually burn Talisanto. Oh, yeah. But then somebody told me the guy who gave me this amazing crystal that I put on my third eye once I unblock my third eye from my bang with my bangs, whatever. Yeah. Um that Palisanto is a smoother. You have to burn sage because sage is what gets the bad vibes out or whatever mm. the, the terminology is. Like sage is really what does it. And then afterwards, you smooth out what Sage took care of oh, with, wow. the, with the Palo Santo. So I was like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, I went to the Canyon Country store. I went to Erewhon. I, I got the whatever, like, farmer's market and got all the Sage and Palo Santo I could. And I burn that stuff every single day. Like, I'm, my family's, my dad's Jewish. I feel like I'm culturally Jewish. But, like, yes, I love crystals. Yeah, me too. I have tons of amethyst and rose quartz in mm. my bag at all times. Amazing. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my family into it. I gave my sister and my mom share a birthday, and I both I gave them both different crystals for their birthday. You did. What are their birthdays? I mean, what's their June birthday? 16th. What does that make them? Gemini? Gemini's. Oh Everyone God. in my family is a Gemini besides me. What are you? Pisces? Leo. Leo. That's what I said. <laughs> That's good. I'm an Aquarius. What are you? Aquarius, you Aquarius. or polar opposites, mm. but it's good. My mom's mm-hmm. a Leo. And sometimes I like her. Yeah. I'm on the cusp of cancer. Uh, I can't do this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but uh, So that makes me like a little bit more oh like... God. Chill, but like still like complicated. Oh my and god! J Lo's a Leo. She is, and so is Hulk Hogan's son Nick. The guy. Oh my god! I used to watch the reality show. He's in jail. I think so. Is this where the podcast derails? <laughs> this <laughs> turns into like Perez Hilton, which I don't have a problem with. But uh, no. Oh my god! Do you get anything? None of my business. But oh wait, I've had a few questions. Mm-hmm. Listen, you went to Sundance with affections. Mm-hmm. The breakup happens. You're living your life. What else happened? And then what? <laughs> but also, wait. You don't get any injections or anything yet, do you? No. Because it's too soon, and I wouldn't do it if I were you. No. Because you're beautiful. I don't get anything yet oh, either, but maybe I should, but don't tell me if I should, because that would be really hurtful. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I'm not into it. Yeah. I don't want to do it until I'm old, old. I don't know. 30? <laughs> I don't know. 31. I don't know. Like, I don't want to do it. But, like, I don't know. Maybe if I'm 45 and I really want it. Are there movies you love that, like, that you watch that inspire you? Because I keep, like, when you make stuff or, like, do you yeah. watch certain things that are, like, oh, my God, or in the vein of, like, what you want to make or yeah. what are those movies? Um, well, <laughs> right now, I guess I've been watching a lot of, like, well, I just watched The Beguiled, so that's just coming to mind. Did you like it? I did. I felt like it wasn't what I wanted. I have no desire to see it, but I love her, and I've listened to like every podcast interview she's done while she's, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, I just have no desire to see it. I was just talking to your friend, uh, our friend Stephanie, um, about it. Yeah. And uh, she was talking about how she just saw her at, um, I think, the New Bev, and she was talking about it very, like, inarticulately. Like, people were like, why did you make it? Like, what's it about for you? And she was just like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and she's like, sorry, I, like, can't explain it. Like, and I don't know. It, we were talking about how we feel like Sofia Coppola kind of puts a male gaze on things, oh, you know? really? Yeah, like, you know, it's just, it, there's something not special about the beguiled to me like there's i mean a it's missing black people but also are there no black people in it no and there was in the original like in the original there's like this black woman who has like the most like she has a really good arc and like she's different she has like compassion for this soul anyway if you haven't seen it it's fine but like um no desire to see it why just like because Oh, my stomach just growled, and I really get, I don't know what you guys I think it was mine. Me. Really? I hope, oh, my God. Look at us. So connected. We don't even know whose stomach is whose. Okay. Um, why don't I have, like, why don't I have a desire to see it? Because I don't want to see a spooky movie that takes place in some spooky town with weird stuff happening. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm, like, more in a mind frame of, like, I just want to watch. I, it's nothing personal. Yeah. I just want to watch like my dinner with Andre and like an unmarried woman and swingers mm. and Annie Hall. I just want I to watch like unmarried woman. Oh my God. Yeah. Then like, and I, and I, I'm getting ready. I'm putting all the pieces together from for my movie and I want to be like, I just want to stay on track with 
uh, with movies in the in the vein of like what my movie is. Yeah, just so it's like so I'm watching Someone to Love, which is this Henry Jaglin movie, where it's, mm. and they're all like kind of like existential meditations on like love and relationships and feelings and like super cerebral and talky and like last days of disco and before sunset mm. before sunrise like and that's where I want to live right now and yeah. I'm just like I don't want to yeah and it's funny because I feel like the little hours and the beguiled I haven't seen either yeah but I was just talking to Kate McCucci about the little hours and it's about a bunch of nuns it's a comedy yeah but a bunch of nuns and then some guy and they're all less lusting after the guy or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's so funny that these two movies kind of exist at the same time about a bunch of women who are like, ah. the guy walks into their trap or their lair and they're like pouncing on him or something. Yeah, totally. That's my, I haven't yeah. seen either. But. I think because my, I think the combo of movies that I'm watching are like, um, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and also like Images by Robert Altman is this like really good movie with Susanna York about a woman just like seeing mostly her exes like i think she's seeing i haven't seen in a while but she's seeing things and my movie's kind of about this woman going through that like nervous breakdown seeing things there's also this movie let's scare jessica to death that um takes place in the same town as my movie shot in and um or will be shot in where where in connecticut in all um we're shooting in old lyme old lyme connecticut where lyme disease came from oh really yeah Oh my god! Everyone in my family had Lyme disease, has Lyme disease because it never leaves your system. It never just lays dormant in your body. It lays dormant. You don't have it. I don't have it. Huh? Everyone else's. Interesting. Does. My dad had it terribly. He, his face was paralyzed and he couldn't walk. Is so it, his whole body was paralyzed. I guess. Wait, when? How old is he? Um. Well, he had it like badly when he was probably like 30 but he's like in his mid 50s now but what if that's why get a life was so interesting because one of the bugs ate his brain a bit right just in the right spot totally and that's why all these kooky cool things came out of him could be is that around the time yeah definitely i'm not not a doctor yeah but but you are (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so you're watching these movies yeah oh yeah but we're talking about the book there's also this movie Demon that's this Polish movie that is incredible um, about a groom that gets possessed on his um, wedding day. And um, it's really funny and scary and it's very kind of what I'm trying to emulate that sort of feel. Of, oh, funny and scary? Yeah. That's so funny. I'm trying to do funny and sad. Like really yeah. raw and sad and yeah. lonely with funny. Yeah. And you're doing fun, funny and scary. Okay, There's yeah, you some sadness there. in it too. Oh, hey, that's, so what, that's I think, what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know. You have to do that though Bridie? because I think mine's no, sad as well. Why? But Bridie, why? I don't know. Like <gasps> Unmarried Woman is definitely a reference for me as what? well. <laughs> Un-fucking believable. Um, I was just about to pay you a compliment. Oh. Sorry. Never mind. I was just about to say you're the most special one in your entire family. Aww. I'm just, I'm sorry. I, mean, I think you're. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, that's God. kind of what the, like, that's definitely, it? it's not what the movie's about, <laughs> but it's like, it's also, it's, you know, we're vying for who's, we're vying for validation the whole movie, basically. It's like, who's the most successful? Who's the most, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like a lot of, like, what makes each of like my dad and my sister and I different and how we're like trying to, you know, hype up or whatever. So basically the the entire cast is your family. Yeah. So your dad is starring as your dad. Yeah. You're you. Yeah. I mean we're not going it's it's fictionalized. We're the Reynolds and Okay. It was basically like I um 
I wrote this pilot about Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill. You did? That's crazy because that's how I describe my, not to make it about me, but that's how I describe my relationship with my father as a really? Ryan O'Neill paper moon relationship. Amazing. I can't, listen, I don't know who the hell you think you think you are <laughs> to come into my my podcast. Your house. And shit all over me. <laughs> Steal my ideas. Use my references. Keep going. Don't stop. Sorry. But, but yeah, so you're yeah. writing this pilot with your but, dad. And um, yeah. that was basically the seed of this story because in this story my sister and i play former child stars that might got pushed into show business by our dad who's also an actor and yeah but i'm obsessed with ryan and tatum did you watch their oxygen show no i read her autobiography did you read it yeah i can't believe this look at us um and she's on bumble she is not. Yeah. I had a ukulele teacher tell me, like, guess who I matched with? Tatum O'Neill. And I was like, really? Oh, my God. A ukulele teacher? Yeah. Things got weird with us. He was really sweet, but his dog would, like, sniff my crotch. vagina. Oh, yeah. my God. And he, like, took notice of it in this, like, weird way where he, like, would um, point a spray bottle at my crotch. So the dog would like, you know, know that Not he was, do that. he was doing it at the dog, but it was like near my crotch. And, and, and I just like hated that he like noticed, I you know, know what I mean? Can I, I, and then he like said my shorts were cute. And I was like kind of convinced he was a gay man because the first time, like, um, we had a session, he like kissed me, um, close to the mouth, but not on the mouth. And I was like, that was so weird. And and then he hugged me afterwards. Like being hugged after your kiss by a stranger is so weird. And he was not gay. He was not gay because he told me about Tatum, and that's how I figured out. But then he was trying to teach me just the two of us on ukulele, and he wanted me to sing it with him. And I was like, When am I gonna sing? Just like when am I gonna play this on the ukulele? Like that's not the right song. Like, just the two of us, just the two of us, you know? <gasps> Stories for days. Yeah. I can't believe this. Anyways, so I stopped going. That's horrible. He though. was lovely, though. I mean, he was fine. It was just like, uh, spray bottle crotchness I'm not into. That's irritating. That is something I wrote into my thing. Not. I'm not saying it's not less about you. I'm not I'm saying. stealing. I hope. I'm just letting you know. I'm not stealing. So when, you know. Because there is a scene where I go to a guy's house and he has a dog and I have my period and the dog immediately mm-hmm. gravitates my... Because I feel like that always happens to me on dates. Mm-hmm. If I go on a date with a guy with a dog, the dog comes right from my private and... God's then, like, let me eat you out! Yes. Immediately! Yes! And then you have to like figure out this... You have to like ride the line of gracefully being like, get out of here, Amscray. And like, yeah. I love dogs. You yeah. know, you got to like, be nice totally. to the dog and then be like, get the fuck out of here. Have you ever had one go for your asshole? Because I've had that too. And it's like, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That means you didn't wipe. No, I did wipe. Did you? I do wipe. Are you sure? Yes, I do. You missed some great stuff. Aristotle just walked out because he was bored. Or to jerk off. I can't decide. What were you doing? Aristotle, do you think both of us are so beautiful? Aristotle? Oh, he said no. <gasps> he has a girlfriend for like 12 years. Oh, that's sweet. Whatever. Are eight, you guys going to get married? Eight years. That's what I ask him every time. How old are you, Aristotle? Just turned 25. Just turned 25? How gorgeous is he? Can't believe you're 25. And he's had a girlfriend for seven years. That's crazy. 25. Adores her, I think. Um, Yeah, takes her out to concerts all the time. That's awesome. Should we get married? No, not you and me. Should should Bridie and I get married to men? Well, we've learned nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Really don't know. Um, 
Listen to me. I will release you in 22 minutes tops. Okay. Yeah. I promise. I don't care. I feel like I'm noticing beads of sweat on your upper lip. Really? Like no. <laughs> I'm not I trying to lick my. Oh, like, you licked your lip? Licked oh, so my, no, it's it was uh, flirting water bottle. Oh, okay, good. Because I thought I was like I was like oh she really wants to get I've out been of here. Licking my lips. Wait, during so this whole talk. So we dogs coming for our privates when we have our periods. Yeah, dogs coming asshole. for your bum hole yeah. when you when you. No, it's I carry just around like, baby wipes in my bag. Oh, really? Just in case, because you never know. Yeah, for your butt. <laughs> yeah, probably yes. <laughs> probably, oh, yeah, all of it. Yeah. That's good. Are they like Summer's Eve? No, because those have an aftertaste. Oh, really? I would think so, because they're all flavored. I mean, like, scented. No, there's like the pH balance, just clarifying ones. I use these bad boys. I I don't want people to see them. (laughs) Oh, nice. Because they're unscented. They're baby wipes unscented. But do you use them every time that you go to the bathroom? When I'm on a date. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because you, you, I don't know. You just want to make sure everything's. I put coconut oil on my vagina. You do regularly. Let me smell. <laughs> Take off your pants. Let me get in there. Have you ever dated a woman? Yes. How was it? It was great. I've never like been in a real relationship with a girl. <laughs> a real relationship. <laughs> I've only like dated around. Yeah, and I've always I've never felt like completely in love but attracted to and into it and having fun yeah i think i would get off on the like like if i were dating a woman and she was i'd want her to be beautiful Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know where this is going i'm already exhausted by anything i might have to say okay yeah who would be your type a beautiful well if i describe you like relax okay (laughs) don't think everything's about you stop (laughs) now you're licking your lips no <laughs> She'd have to be tall, fit, dark haired, beautiful eyes. I'm not talking about you, Bridie. Mm, Get out of here. Stop it. Stop. Okay. Stop it. I'm actually really thinking what I'd want. Just beautiful. So when we walk into a room, I think there's such so much power when yeah. two beautiful women I'm I'm saying I'm beautiful too if you don't mind. Right. I'm just I didn't mean to say sorry you guys. Yeah. I apologize. But I think like two women walk into a room. Especially of men and being like, we don't need anything from you. We yeah. hate fuck totally. you. Like, yeah. we got that. It's like Completely so fulfill us. Yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Just so wonderful to yeah. be like. And then they're probably you know jerking after the thought of it and like, oh, we have no power over you. Like the what's right. elaborate. Like, like yeah. So that would be wonderful. And I'd want to like be a lipstick lesbian or date a lipstick lesbian. Is that a real phrase anymore? Still, is that like offensive somehow? Probably no. Just I mean, I'm just maybe. Pale, like a BB Newworth, Bebe Newworth. Mm. You know, like some kind of like the severe, like, but red lipstick, perfect red lipstick. Mm. All right. That anyway. sounds great. Yeah. I like big tits. You do? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you have huge, beautiful boobs. Oh, thanks. Look, how big are your boobs? None of my business. Tell me everything. I go to that place, Janelle, or Janelle, you know, because they have all the, they have all the big half s- sizes or whatever. What I'm are like you? a 30. G, but like you couldn't. Tell. Are you really? You can't tell. I'm. It's just the like flesh and weird parts. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I don't know. Like people have been like, you do not like. I spent like the whole time at this bar once being like, yes, I have huge tits to this girl, and she was like, no, you don't. I, I noticed like, them immediately. Yes, you. I do. And it was like this argument that I got into, but you know they're online. Your boobs? Oh yeah, because you took your 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 topless in Fort Tilden. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, the internet, because I was on um, Silicon Valley, and there's, you know, that has such a big 
following of dudes on the internet, you know, everyone, a lot of dudes love that show. So, like, there's certain websites that are, like, you know... Are you topless on that, too? No, but it's, like, Winnie from Silicon Valley's topless pictures. Oh, my God. I love your, like, annoying nerd boy voice. It's so, not, It wasn't annoying, but they yeah. are. Those kind of guys yeah, are. totally. So, you're, like, narrow. Now, I'm, like, totally zeroing in on your boob. Like, you're, like, 32, 31? I'm 30. 30?! So you were a goddess. You were like a dream. Stop. Oh my God, I'm sorry I'm objectifying you. I hated my boobs when I was younger because I have like bigger areolas. Like they're not like these petite areolas. They're not like I gotta watch Fort Tilden dinner again. plates, but they're not like they're petite. not little pink. And like when I was younger, I was like, fuck, like you want Kate Moss boobs or something. Yeah. I wanted like a tiny little like of a nipple. Yeah. And uh I don't have those, but I've come to accept. Yeah, your boobs My are amazing. My sister and I have very similar boobs, too. We, like... She's have, like, leave me out she's, of <laughs> Hers are um, a little smaller, but they look like mine. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyways. Yeah, they just look like you could, like, I'm not into girls. Maybe I am. But, yeah, they just look, like, super cozy. Like, you just, like, fall asleep in your boobs and just feel, like, safe. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, I like them. They're fine. I, like I feel like I don't want to hate my body anymore. Like, oh my god, I'm so, it's so exhausting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like oh, I'm over it. I'm never gonna hate you again. It's fine. Did this really happen? Totally. When did this happen? Because I feel the same way. You start kind of like probably like maybe two years ago or a year ago, or it was just like only recent. Yeah, yeah. totally. Whereas like why you know? Yeah, and I've been always like I feel like I've been on a diet since I was like 12 years old. Yes, and. I saw, I, I go to Total Woman Gym in Studio City, which is very I love Studio City. cheap and fun because, I don't know, everyone's nice there. And I saw this girl, like a little girl on the elliptical, and I was like, she's so young, you know? On the elliptical? On the elliptical. But that was me. I was like that, like when I was younger. Yeah. I was like 10 and like being like, I gotta firm my thighs, you know, like, um, and I, so I, I guess I've just been obsessing about it too long, you know? Yeah. I definitely had like an eating disorder that was like very uh, fair, like not, it wasn't uh, fair. <laughs> it, was, it was not a heavy one, but it was like a college one that like, you know, everyone kind of has, I think. Um, so yeah, I think I just came to a point where I was like, you know what, it's going to look certain ways in pictures and other, you know, pictures it will look better, whatever. Because right now, it's all about photos. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't really judge it from anything else. It's like being, like, tagged in photos where it's like, oh, my body doesn't look good there. Oh, you're so perfect. You're beautiful. Whatever, like, whatever perfect means. But, like, yeah, the funny thing is I would imagine, like, don't you identify more with your brain than your body? Because you live so intensely in your mind. No. Maybe you don't. I identify with my tits. You do? <laughs> no. I identify with your tits, too. <laughs> but didn't you get, did, you get, did you get to a point where you're like, yes, I'm writing something, I'm acting, there's too much, I'm directing a thing, I'm putting the pieces together of my projects, like, there's too much to do yeah. to be all consumed by... Yeah, and I don't... It's uh, boring. It's totally. Like, and, <sighs> and I don't want to work for people that want something else you know what i mean like yeah. it's like well if you want me to change in a huge way like who are those people what do you mean i don't know like if i was strictly an actress like and i felt like i have to hit the gym every day you is know? that still a thing 
I don't know. No, but like to certain people it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are the people I can't stand. Yeah. Like the minute I hear any kind of agenty guy smiley kind of like, like misogynist dude who's like pretending to be heterosexual, but really he's just so repressed and that's why he hates women or something. Right. Like just like, get out of here. The only time I was at the Soho house was for this meeting with, I forget who he was and what he did, but. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And he was like, I was probably like 25 and he was like and I think we were just talking about my short or something you aren't know, you like 26 after. though you're like this was like half. two years ago okay yeah I'm 26 I'm turning 27 in three weeks um I'll be there <laughs> yeah I'm trying to figure out what I want to do but he was like start lying about your age and I was like what why I didn't even say that I was like hey, yep you know because like it's a meeting and I don't care and I just, like, kind of take things like that because it's too hard to, like, try to, like, enlighten someone. Yeah. But, like, fuck that guy. And also, what? Yeah. I, but it's, I hate. There's this one other guy, sorry. No, I love this. Who, like, worked, he's a producer. And I've met him in other, um like more recently and he was lovely to me but um I had a meeting with him an early like breakfast meeting about about the pilot that I was talking about before and he worked with my ex at the time like my ex was an assistant at this company um so he knew him and he immediately was like so are you and Matt okay like he seemed like kind of sad the other day and he immediately went into like our relationship yeah, when I was like there at like nine a.m. in Culver City for like a meeting yeah. about my pilot that he could not remember anything about, and it was just so ah. Anyways, yeah. I have a friend. No, I totally get what you're talking about. I've had, I have a friend who wrote and is directing this movie and she's putting it all together, and she had to go. She's trying to get this actor to be part of her movie, a guy. And she desperately wants him to, like, he wrote the thing for him. She's trying so hard to get this guy, this actor, to be in her movie. Hard to wrangle. And her own female producer was like, and it really enraged my friend. Her producer was like, did he try to, like, you shouldn't sleep with him. Like, try, like you really just, I just want to let you know, like, you know, whatever you do, don't sleep with him. And just, that wasn't her intention. My friend who's making the movie, that was never her intention. She was so pissed off that her own producer turn it into that as opposed to like mm-hmm. she's trying to make her film and there's bigger things than yeah. being boy crazy or, or just reducing it to like sexual like or yeah. that must be what it's going to be about whatever it was just so irritating and then I I was on the phone with these guys who are I don't even want to say it was all too recent but uh, yeah like one of them I'm acting in wrote and can be directing this thing and because I was on the phone with a guy, my producer friend, he's a producer, a guy, the people were on the phone with just assumed that the guy I was on the phone with, my, my producer, that he was directing the movie, and that uh, and they hadn't read oh, the script, God. they hadn't looked at the lookbook, they hadn't read the script, but they just like, and they got everything wrong, and they just didn't even realize that I was directing the thing, and I don't know, it was just like irritating, and then I already, I don't know if you run into this too, but this is a side note of like misogyny and all this stuff, but then like, total aside, but when you act in the thing, you're looking for financing for did you run into trouble with people being like are you sure you want to act in it it's such a great female role like you could get like a bigger name or something if you get if you get Rooney Mar- oh sorry you're mm-hmm. your arch nemesis but like but, <laughs> because somebody did say to me like why don't you get Rooney try to get Rooney Mar oh That's really hilarious. 
mean to use that example for you. And, that is you so know, funny. It all comes full circle. But, yeah. but do you run into that too where people are like, or they don't challenge you at all? Well, for this, it's... It is about like the family. Oh yeah, so they wouldn't. So that makes sense. It's Sorry. more like a, a game point, but yeah, there you is. You act way more than I do too, so they're probably more terrified of me. But like, but I wrote this for myself, so sometimes financiers are terrified. Right, I don't, I don't blame them. I guess. Yeah, but, but. I mean, it's hard. I hate a lot of it. I I didn't it put in like to the equation of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to like pitch this to different personalities and you know talk about this movie to other people for their taste you know what I mean like almost like not like adapt the movie to financiers but like you know you have to connect to what you think their wavelength is yeah and it's just like a lot of talking and I don't like that I'm not you're doing great though thanks but when you're selling something you know what I mean have you been having a lot of meetings like that a ton? Not a ton of that, but like it's just been a long time of trying to get funding. And so there's been a lot of back and forth and waiting and, you know, that sort of thing. This is the first time, like, when did all this begin? Like, this is the first time you're making a feature. Mm-hmm. So does this feel like you're about to go into war a little bit? A little bit. I'm definitely anxious. I've been like running every morning, like trying yeah. to get anxiety out. Oh my God, I think I need to do that too. Yeah. And also, how do you balance this? This is something I'm going through. I wonder how you deal with it. You're dating this guy, right? You're going to go on your third hangs, whatever the fuck, Saturday. We're in a relationship. You are in a relationship? Oh, I've seen him twice. Okay, whatever. This guy. But here's my thing. You're, you're, okay. You're about, you're embarking on this journey. Okay, you've got your, your best friend, Sarah, is your producer, mm-hmm. right? And there's Stephanie's involved as well. She's a producer mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You wrote it. You're directing it. You're starring in it. Your family's in it. It means so much to you. Probably gonna go to Sundance. All right, let's just face. Let's call a spade a spade. Well, who knows? Who knows? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. But you're on the precipice of this huge thing. How are you supposed to start dating someone? How do you balance like a relationship, getting to know someone, making the time for that? It's just because I think about that because I'm only just starting this thing with this guy. So I just feel like, how do you reconcile the two? I don't. I don't know. Tell me what to do, and tell me how you're going to do it. Well, I've been. This is very casual, the dating that I've been doing. With anybody. It could be anybody. But anybody. And I think I am a little bit like in the stage of denial that it's actually happening. In a, like, you know, I'm leaving in August to go into pre-production. So there is a state of denial that I'm in because there's like not much I can do at this point other than like hope for it to like take off and that we can get the rest of the money which we will we just need to decide on the route but um yeah i don't know i'm bad at multitasking in a way so just like how i didn't realize that cutting my hair in one take was like gonna maybe be problematic like i'm kind of ignorance is bliss oh yeah (laughs) so that's sort of where i'm at where i'm just kind of like well this is what's going on and i'm just I'm along for the ride a little bit. Yeah. And it's good, I think, to just keep balance and, like, go out and maintain your life a little bit while you still can. What do you mean, like, keep your identity and be doing your stuff? Yeah, like, before you, like, just go full force into it. A relationship? No, I was talking about the movie. Got it. But, yeah. In a relationship, I don't know. Right now, I'm like, yes, I want to have a baby as soon as possible. Like, my period is in... Like a couple of weeks and yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. 
I really don't want to have a baby until like I have like a couple like million in the bank. Millions, yeah. I want a house in Topanga Canyon. I kind of do too. Well, Malibu. Mm. Yeah, I can't do Malibu. How come? How come? I just couldn't. It's too much. I'd feel like, I don't know, Topanga's so cute. Don't you want to be in Topanga, sweetie? I'll come to Topanga. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do it. Does it matter if a guy is super successful or wealthy to you? If you want to have this Topanga lifestyle? Or are you, you just going to worry about you, your side of the street, you'll be the success, and you'll just buy your own house in Topanga, and then the guy who goes down on you and treats you well and serves you the wine will be there too? Ooh, did you, did I tell you he went down on me? I hope he did. He did. Oh God, I was woken up to the guy going down on me the other day. Fuck you. He woke me up with a massage. Like trying to up, I'm trying to up one up you. I'm like, I'm like, take this bitch. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny because he actually woke me up going down on me too. I know, I I didn't mean that. But wait, he did go down on me the other day and it was great? Yeah, it was great. It was so nice because no one ever does that immediately and it was like, they don't like talking. It wasn't like immediate, you know, like it's never been like, oh, we're here in like your studio apartment. So my bedroom is the whole thing. But like, you know, it's like, oh, like this comes next. You know what I mean? Wait, what? I don't understand. They're being so loud out there. I'm trying to hear a story about going down, Mr. Hello? It was just like we were talking, and then we started making out, and then it was like the next thing. And he lives nice. in a studio apartment? because that- No, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. You're so, these men are being so loud. It's like they're shitting all over our... Oh, my God. We got five more minutes left of the break. I'm just going to have to listen. I'm going to try to get zen. Be louder. I know. I'm, I'm PMSing. I'm PMSing. <laughs> Why am I taking the blame of what they're doing wrong? Okay. Yeah. Well, wait. So, and he just immediately went down on you. Yeah, it was just nice. That is it nice. It was like such a um, nice, sweet thing to do. <laughs> I just appreciated it. Me too. No one ever had done that for me like that. Like how? Like immediately. Like, oh, the next thing we do isn't you give me a blowjob. Like the next thing is like, I'm going to make you happy. Yeah. Like guttural and animalistic. Yeah. I mean, I guess like I, people have done that, but this one felt more kind. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to one up you. I'm just trying to share my life with you too. Cause it's our flourishing, blossoming friendship. Yeah. Kind. The other guy woke, woke me up my guy or whatever the guy I'm dating woke me up with a back massage and I was like this is nice alright this is cool and then he like he like is it parlayed he parlayed it into going down on me and I thought what else is there yeah it's so nice this is incredible a back rub and that I like that better than him waking you up by going down on you that's a little yeah that's a little rapey yeah. yeah he was not yeah he's not he did not read me <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I got too excited and went up you. I was like, he did that to me too. But I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, Wow. Well, what else is there to tell the world? You like your body now. I like my body now. Beautiful. 30 G. 30 G. Um, You're on your way to be making this amazing movie. Yeah. I mean, a relationship. A relationship maybe on the horizon. Maybe on the horizon. Where can people take things slow? Where can people find you? What do they need? What do you want them to know? I'm at Bridie Lee on Twitter. 
right? Is this the kind of stuff that you want yeah, me to know? Yeah, just all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I've, I've talked to you. I'm trying, I'm trying to wring you dry. This is the most herky-jerky, discombobulated podcast I've ever hosted. I, really? I blame me for anything that wasn't smooth sailing and fluid for you, the listeners. And by you, the listeners, I mean Jordan Firstman and Charles Rogers. How dare you? Okay. Assholes. God. It's always so judgy. Yeah, how, about, how about we're all just going to die and we're just people doing the best we can? Yeah, seriously. Every, like, I mean, don't take things so intensely. Ugh, it's like not, it's all, the world does not revolve around you. Okay? Yeah. Do you get to see how many people listen to a pod? Yeah. Aristotle? Are Charles and Jordan going to look at that number? Oh, no. They are. Oh, my God. Aristotle's like, no, we'll let them. <laughs> Aristotle's like, oh, we'll keep that information private. That's sweet. <laughs> He's sweet. I um, like the energy of that person. Oh my God. Well, what else is there to know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be in that Billie Jean King movie I explained so well with the hot DP and Emma Stone. And that comes out in September. And so everyone just sit tight until September. <laughs> what are you scared of? Um, being alone. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What are you scared of? What am I scared of? Um, being irrelevant. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, not achieving the goals I've set for myself and being my own worst enemy and letting myself down. Mm, making something that's not good. I don't know. Going bankrupt. Yeah. I'd love to make money. Me too. Like a lot. Should we call Charles and Jordan? Sure. All right. Let's see. I don't know. Wait, which one should we call? Charles or Jordan? I feel like Jordan will pick up. Really? Charles is probably working. Okay. Here we go. We're calling him up. We didn't get to talk about picking at our face or more anxiety stuff, but do you pick mm. at your face? Okay, wait. Here. I used to, but this facialist, like, chewed me out about it. Hey, Jordan, it's Alexi and Bridie. We're on the podcast and uh, we wanted to call you. Oh hey, Jordan. Um, Hi. A huge portion of this podcast is dedicated to me being afraid of you and Charles judging us. Completely. Both of you guys? No. Well, a little bit. But I was, like, past it. And I'm trying to get Alexi past it, too. But, Alexi, we... Well, first of all, we don't judge either of you. He's lying. We, no. He's lying. Uh, which we love you almost daily. Oh, I think he's lying. Um, oh, yeah, go on. You, but, but you can't put your own... You can't put your own projections on what you think we do, you know? Because have we ever... Have we ever shown you that we do too? This is so serious. We're kind of just kidding, but this is amazing. <laughs> I love that you're like, you're like, I've had this conversation with every person I know. I have an answer for I this. I know. It is a weird thing because I people think that we judge them because we're judgmental people, but we're yeah. like, because I think we're judgmental people, but we're, I think, I can't speak for him, but I'm a pretty <laughs> non-judgmental person when it comes to my friends. Right, but you still, like, have judged me in the past, in my work. <laughs> That's so not true. That's so not true. 
I love all I both of your work I adore. <laughs> By the way, I came out of the gate with tell me about this Rooney Mara feud. And then I started oh talking. Did, did Bridie improvise or did she immediately like uh, smack it down? She said Bridie is Bridie never finished UCB, so she doesn't know the yes and thing. Whoa! Wait, what? <laughs> he said that you never finished UCB, so, she, so you don't know how to yes and. Stop it, George. <laughs> have you guys? Have you guys bonded? Yeah, I think we have totally. What'd you say? Do you feel closer now? Definitely. I don't. I don't know if she likes me, but that's my problem. But I know that I adore Bridie. Now I know why you guys are like obsessed with her. Yeah, I mean Bridie's a genius. I know Aww. it's like crazy. And I, I actually, at one point, I totally meant this. I was like, "Oh, you're the best one in your whole family. Stop. <laughs> you're, you're the most special one." <laughs> <That's> so sweet. <laughs> They, but they like you can't say that because they like to they protect each other, so oh. they don't like. Yeah, don't like we like do. I'm just, ki- I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My sister's very um, special. But I was too. actually, I was thinking about how it, weirdly at seven in the morning. I just got off a flight from New York, and on the way to my flight at seven in the morning, I was thinking about how great Bridie is and poor children. I was like, Bridie, shut is up. So good in that movie, George. Seriously, thanks. But stop. Oh, God. Well, this I think it feels she, very she, forced you know, podcast talk. Whisper, now streaming on Jash and Verizon. Also playing at Outfest this weekend. Boy Shorts program. Oh, that's one true. At, uh, 11 a.m. at the DGA1 Theater. I hope to see you all there. Yeah. I'm oh, going to be at a q and Oh, you're going to be at the q Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. I forgot. Oh, my God. Men don't whisper. Men don't whisper. Probably, you, Jordan don't has sex podcast. with okay. me. Stop, stop. Go. I hope that you know that we don't judge you. Uh, I don't judge you. I can't speak for Charles, but I don't think he Oh, does. my God. Oh, okay. It was more of a way to frame the episode, and it's hilarious, but uh, yeah, you had a full-on showcase. Okay, we're hanging up. We're, we're finishing up the podcast. We love you. Okay, Bye, Jordan. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. He's going to love that. He's yeah. going to be like, I can't believe I'm showcased. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. That's how I knew you guys were like, they love you so much. And then, like, I was like, oh, my God, you get to make out with them. It's great. Yeah. Who did you make out with? Jordan. Jordan. You made yeah. out with Jordan. Who's the other girl in that? Claire, who's oh. in Fortilden. Oh, that's yeah. who was? Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. So you're going to speak on, about that. So wait. Yes. So that's on Saturday at the DGA at 11. At 11 a.m.? Yes. It's part of Outfest. Men don't whisper. Men don't whisper. Silicon Valley. Yes. Wait. What's your character in that show? I play Winnie. Um, I've, I'm just a girl that Thomas Middleditch's character dates. So you guys dated. Have to make out? Um, have you guys had a lot of making out? I think we had like a kiss, but I don't not remember. memorable. Okay, <laughs> very cool. Um, what else? What else do I need to know? Um, um, I don't know, dude. I think we did it. Yeah. I think you're. I'm. Uh, I, I was joking about your family. You're all very special. I'm Thank just you. joking, but I just do think you're a wizard master. I agree with Jordan. You're Aww. a complete genius. I'm excited about you and your movie. Um, and uh, I'm just a huge fan of yours. And Aww, uh, me too. Of I'll, you. I'll see you uh, on Saturday. Let's have a drink. Yeah. All right. All thank, right. thank you for being on the podcast, Friday. Thank you. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com.